and namaste. Immerse in your own power with Abha, the woman who has shattered ceilings, made new rules, and shows you exactly how. Straight from the heart, says it just as it is. This show is dedicated to your power. Welcome to Breakout with Abha. I'm on to create The love I appreciate No license do I grace Or reframe my brains Freedom Is all I see Expanse Is all I breathe Move away blocks Cause you have to shut up I'm born to create so there are three three different uh, projects that we undertake one is with the uh, uh, akanksha right uh, the second is with Teach for India, and the third is uh, through our own foundation, which is training the trainer. Right. So we train teachers in municipal schools right. um, to have confidence in themselves, to really understand where they are coming from, mm -hmm. so that they can have confidence to teach the children. Right. Uh, we teach them classroom management uh -huh. because it's very very difficult to be a teacher in a class of anywhere from 30 to 60 children and right. manage them. So we, we have uh, put together a very good program and has been a very successful program of training the trainer in our city of Pune. Right. So uh, you are also, uh, I think you've been asked this questions, a question many times about uh, work-life balance, etc. I'm not going to put that question in the same way. Uh, but I'm going to ask you, and, and you mentioned about priorities, you mentioned about you know exactly where we are going and why we are doing what we are doing. Uh, so you know how to manage your time. Uh, is that about balance or is it about integrating things together? Um, I think, I think um, you know, for me, it's a little different in the sense because being non-executive, right. um, I don't have I don't have to be in the company and clock myself in from nine o'clock in the morning to right. five in the evening. Right. Right. So in that sense, I have time is at my disposal sure. so I can decide what I want to do sure. and how I want to use that time. Uh, but I spend probably, I don't know, 30-40% of my time or around that in the company uh -huh. and or maybe maybe even less and a lot more of my time on um, either foundation or our work with um, our NGOs right. or with uh, CII or with other external organizations. I'm also on the board of another um, NGO in energy, in sustainable energy. Right. So I think, so it's, so my time is in a way um, left to me. Okay. And, uh, but of course, as I mentioned to you earlier, I had to have that work-life balance right. when I was an executive uh -huh. uh, in the organization and my kids were a lot smaller. Right. Today, both my kids are grown up. So, uh -huh. in fact, you're looking for areas in which to invest your time. <laughs> right, right. So, is it, 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 uh, you're also one of the key people as, a, uh, as the green activism that's going on in our country at the moment. And you're one of the key frontrunners for that, right? Uh, you, you are the person who's getting that green focus into your company as well. So, what's going on there? 
I, I mentioned the whole thing to you in terms of uh, energy efficiency, the waste to energy, the biomass. I wouldn't call myself a green activist. No, I, I, I don't think so. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. But I truly believe that uh, that I think and this is again, the profit is not just a set of figures, but of values. Right. I, I truly believe that companies, I think we need to be very cognizant of all our stakeholders. Right. You know, very often a publicly listed company only looks at its shareholders as and the return to shareholders right. as the only yardstick of measure. Mm-hmm. And for me, honestly and truly, I have always felt that every stakeholder, uh, whether it is your employee, whether it's your customer, whether your vendors, your right. business associates, right. anyone, the, the environment, society, yeah. It's really, really important for us to take care. And I'm not saying that we we always do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I think ultimately, if you don't make profits, yeah, you can't do many things. Right, that's true. You can't grow the organization. You won't be able to attract your employees. You won't be able to manufacture your products or innovate right. or do many, many things. Absolutely. So it is important. But I think once you get to a certain level, it is also important to really look at every stakeholder. And what does it mean um, as you grow? That's true. And I think that's fundamentally important, especially for publicly listed companies. Right. I think I, I think that's where the value lies for every stakeholder. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, when they're when they're looking at the company or in, you know investing, even buying a product or investing anything in the company, I think it's important that they, their value should be visible to them. And Absolutely. From, from from this side of the company, from from the sides uh, side of the ownership of the company if these things are taken into account it becomes right. i think very very it becomes nicer for people to get involved with either the company or the products of the company and also abba i'd like to say that you know it's very i i always tell our people that you can't have a different set of values in the home that's and true. a different set of values at work that's true you know you are unless you're schizophrenic you know <laughs> and, uh, you are the same person basically at home with your family, with your friends, as you are at the workplace. That's true. So, in fact, if you have the same set of values, again, you will be more at peace with yourself. That's true. So, uh, be, being a people-centered company, and you said you you you're very inspired by your mother's authentic person. How important? I mean, um, I haven't got into the company to see how it works, uh, but I know as a people-building person that it is very important to stay real and be able to become self-aware and be able to uh, pick on your strengths and uh, of the strengths of people around you. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's your take on it? Because you've been there for a long enough time for to have watched, maybe watched many, many people go through processes of mm. building uh, or mm. self-awareness and, and come out stronger uh, when they've mm. gone through the process. So uh, mm. just, just give us a peep into if there are any stories out there, if there anything that you can share with us. Well, let, let me tell you that the DNA of this company is such, and sometimes it it, it is frustrating. Um, it's that the things that, say, for example, Meher wants done as chairperson of the company, uh-huh. if I say that something should be done uh-huh. because I say so right. and because I'm the owner or I'm the chairperson, right. it doesn't always happen. Okay? Uh, I have to convince Right. My leadership team as to why I think it's important. Right. And once they get convinced, then they own it. Mm-hmm. And then the change is very quick. Right. 
um so it's not a typical company uh, where if the owner says that something has to be done it will be done right you know so it's a little it's got a little it's very democratic <laughs> uh, people really have to think for themselves and right. have to be convinced for themselves right in order for them to really take ownership for any action right so i i think uh, this is this is a great lesson for leaders out there people who are either in a leadership position or uh, even who uh, who are not in a leadership position that if you have to have other people do things you have to mm. reach a point of allowing them to own what is going on otherwise they yeah. will not put themselves into it so that is Absolutely. that is really really important um uh, having said that um, mayor you are also uh, you don't like to cook i hear that uh, <laughs> you so who cooks for you <laughs> No, uh, actually, when I was in the UK, I cooked every day. Okay, UK was a long time ago. I mean, you were stuck over there. But that's twenty years ago. It in I had no choice over there. I had to do. That's what I'm saying. You were stuck. So over here, with choice, I've got I've got a very good cook at home. <laughs> so and also you you spend uh, you spend uh, uh, sufficient time in in pursuing your hobbies. You you sing in a choir in Pune. Uh, you you right. also play the piano. You say you don't play it now, but you you used to play. And uh, sure. just take us back to your childhood when your mom used to show you off to people playing the piano. How how oh. embarrassing was that? <laughs> very embarrassing. Very very embarrassing. <laughs> Where she would she would show me off uh, because because in my school in um, when I was doing my A levels in England they had a they had this um, sort of talent. competition right and felt that uh, i had an innate talent mm -hmm. good enough to have been a musician okay if i had decided to pursue my career in music right and so my mom to just feels that oh wow <laughs> my daughter is fantastic which every mom would feel oh, yeah. with their daughter or son and uh, so she used to show me off a lot when i was younger uh -huh. um but uh, but I, i'll let you into one lovely uh, episode in terms of when in in that same school they had a competition and i was playing the moonlight sonata okay and my dad actually had come over and my dad was really very encouraging of my learning cla western classical music mm -hmm. and so he had come over during that time and made me practice like 3 and 4 hours a day he hired a little room right. where i could practice right. uh, this was during a short holiday that i had and then when the when it was the day of the competition he just came and whispered into my ear meher play to express rather than impress uh -huh. and i think those words have sort of remained with me in right. every walk of life right um that and that's the authenticity piece also that absolutely. comes in absolutely which which says do it from the heart rather than only from the mind absolutely absolutely because i think i was watching this uh, today or yesterday was diana spencer's birthday i think 55th it would have been and okay. in one of her videos she clearly says that when you play from the heart uh, you know and mm. the world is all mind games and uh, uh, you you will stand out differently when you just don't you're, you're not you're out there expressing Uh, it's yeah. not about what's politically correct so i think that's that's where that comes from so uh, mm -hmm. may i take us into a little bit because um how did the company because um, i've got a better signal now with you so i'm asking you taking five more extra minutes with you uh, uh, when when you came in um you had a very supportive set of people over there to help you uh, mm -hmm. to perform in the company as a new person but also mm -hmm. at the same time you had you you were you your husband was also part of the thing So now mm -hmm. you have this whole, you know, this is the, like a family business, but truly professional, where people are 
there to support each other so how does mm-hmm. the, how did those relationships work at that point of time uh, because a lot of times you hear people people don't get together and and they can't get along mm, i think when i uh, first of all when i came into the company my parents were very clear that i should only come in as a trainee engineer mm-hmm. so i joined with a hundred other people who were joining straight from college into the organization right i went through the same induction program that all of them went through Right. whether it was some time on the shop floor whether it was some time to through sales service everything pr- uh, production the the works right. um i think that helped in many ways right uh, because i was just not plonked uh, on the board of the company or you know just uh, after coming out fresh from college right um it also helped me to understand the company better to understand people better in the organization um having said that it was a little different when i came back to india in 96 because i went there as one amongst them uh-huh. and i came back when my father suddenly passed away uh-huh. so unfortunately circumstances also change things right and so when i came back i came at the helm of the organization because right. i joined the board to help my mother right um and so suddenly from being one amongst them i was suddenly on top uh, about yeah uh that that made me feel very uncomfortable um and in many ways my confidence was a little shattered at that time because i felt you know am i good enough or uh, mm. to deserve this position mm. and uh, and and so i went through a lot of dilemmas within right uh, and and of course then i learned the ropes and i went through finance and i went through different uh, divisions of the organization mm-hmm. in an executive role mm-hmm. uh before then i took over uh, in 2004 when my mom stepped down right and and i also felt at that time that it would be very helpful to have a coach right uh so i i had an external coach uh, who really helped me to understand my role in the organization to help my md and ceo understand his role and um, and again over there i think uh, and this is in 2004 mm-hmm. um so i think again asking for help um and you know bringing someone in externally and making him really put a mirror in front of you um and increasing that confidence i, I think that really helped at the time yes i so, think a lot of people don't uh, and 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 people who are watching this now i just want uh, want you to let them let everybody know that it is normal to feel fear in an, an in a new environment is normal to feel uh, insufficient at points uh, in mm-hmm. life or in work to uh, and and not we are not perfect all the time and we may not, may not be equipped all the time to do everything sure. and it's important to be able to see yourself that way and and more more so with women right because when when women take over organizations by default right rather than by design right and uh, and again with my father passing away my mom took over as de- by default right when my brother passed away in many ways i took over as right. default mm-hmm. so then uh, as a woman you question yourself True. am i am i is yeah. is this really <laughs> the the right position have i just been put over there because of the shares that i own right you know whereas men automatically um assume, <laughs> right yeah that 
that it is it is their uh, their okay right to be in that position true, yeah true. so that that brings me to the last question mayor you have a daughter who's 13 years old well now she's 17 and a son who's 20 i'm sorry so it's 20 and 17 <laughs> so i'm wrong my my research was not right so you 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 are inspired by your mom and what does your daughter say about you oh god that you'll have to ask her aba <laughs> whatever you've heard so what what do what does what do they say because we are inspired by you so i'm sure your daughter is also looking at you watching you emulating you and probably sometime in future she'll be part of this legacy so where where does she look at uh, look at herself now and and watching you working so well you know i think i think with children as i think we all went through as children at that time the respect and all doesn't come too much it's it, it comes in the 40s <laughs> yes probably probably it it's uh, i'm sure deep down yes. uh, there's huge uh, feeling of respect um love lo- lots of lots of things right but i think i think uh, if you i mean in day to day it's oh god you're there again oh god you took a day off to be with me why don't you get back to work you know so so i think i think uh, but i think that's in the day to day but i know deep down um, there is a lot of respect because uh, sometimes in the essays that she writes or in in some other way it manifests itself right uh, which is which is really lovely and i i think i think they've both been brought up with a very strong set of uh, uh, values that i'm very proud of i'm i i i would i really do believe so watching you listening to you and uh, knowing uh, your mom i think we are we looking forward to two fantastic uh, people coming up <laughs> and being leaders because my when i talk to my daughter and i travel you know i tell she always ask me for how long are you going so i say okay. a week so she says just a week <laughs> so she said take some time off take 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 two more days three more days so i can truly relate to what you're saying so uh, mayor three big um, we've talked about authenticity we've talked about values we've talked about creating trust in teams and allowing people to own what's going on and these are clearly leadership lessons that everyone one should learn uh, three mm-hmm. nuggets from you as we close um, what do you think are the three leadership lessons for women women uh, in particular because we 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 know about the big ones in the books and we know from your experience something but what should women look out for if they are in leadership positions or getting into leadership positions if not that to lead their own lives i think the first and and i can only say it from my own experience right. i the, i think the first is to have confidence in yourself mm-hmm. um i think it's uh, it's very important for women um to have confidence because you have got what it takes mm-hmm. um it's just when you believe in yourself that others will start believing in you right um so i think that's the first i think the second for women is um and again that's something that my mom has always said to me um how do you want to define success for yourself exactly is it is it your work yeah that gives you that sense of success Right. or would you like to define it much much broader mm-hmm. in terms of it's the relationship that i have with my children it's the right. relation i have with my husband right. my in-laws you know and if i have a good relationship i am successful right you know so you're defining that for yourself right um similarly at the workplace but that is one subset of many many aspects of success right so uh, so you might want to broaden the definition of success mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. limit it only to the workplace 
right um so that's i think my second uh, and oh what can i say in terms of third um tell us about what 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 finances and money should mean to women because i think that's yet another area where women find themselves extremely um confused I, yeah i i think i think learn to be independent uh, especially in this day and age right um and but i would say with that independence also learn to give and take absolutely because i think sometimes in that quest for independence right uh, we are giving up in relationships especially with our spouses too right. soon right and i think investment in a relationship uh, is as important i think it's a bigger investment because you'll, you you won't be able to enjoy the money later absolutely right. absolutely right so that's that's great mayor thank you so much for your time i know you're thank very very busy and um, uh, thank you for sharing your insights with us and telling us about what's coming in the future with um, yourself and the company so it was a pleasure pleasure talking to you thanks aba thanks a lot